is risen. Amen. Welcome on this Resurrection <laughs> Sunday. Hello, Sandy and Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. You could find this devotional and our other content on resurrectministry.com. We have all of our previous episodes in whatever format you choose to listen, whether it's YouTube or a podcast. We also have Andy's Fearless Man podcast, as well as Bible resources, worship bands, pastors, books you may be interested in, everything um, that could begin your journey with your walk with Christ, either deepen your relationship or if you've never met him, he'll meet you where you are. Please drop us a line. We love to hear from you, whether it's a comment or a question or even a prayer request, whatever it may be, we love to hear from you. And if you care to donate, there is a donut now button. And that of course will be a great blessing to us. And if you enjoy this broadcast, please like, share, subscribe, hit the notification button. So you'll know when we come on so that you could join us live for those of you watching live. Smash that like button. Smash the like button. That's what they say. Have you seen those little icons now that dance and you can mm. push it? It's yeah. kind of cute. Subscribe, subscribe. Yeah. Do we need one of those? I think so. Oh. How was your Easter or Resurrection Day, as we like to call it? Uh, let us know in the comments. Tell us a little bit about what you did today. Maybe what you served for dinner. Did you have family over? Um, were you by yourself? I've spent a few Easter's by myself. Aw. Yeah. I'm sorry. We spent a couple Easter's just me and Zara. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It happens. But uh, that's all good. You know why? Why? Because we're spending it with God. Yes. That's the most important thing. Is that what you were doing on Easter it's, it's by not, yourself? It's not about the bunny. Is that what you were doing on Easter by yourself? Were you spending it with God? <laughs> Don't be shy, love. What? Tell what? our audience why, the truth. Why do you, <laughs> why do you bring my the old man back? <laughs> I don't think that. That's, that's not what we're supposed to be doing today. <laughs> okay. We're supposed to be recognizing that he is, he is risen. <laughs> he is risen. Yes. Amen. Hello, Carrie News. Let us know a little bit about what happened today. What did you do today? Yeah. And if you such, want to. You want to. It was such beautiful weather for us in SoCal. Yes. I got a little tan. Look at that. Is that from today? I don't know. Or the last couple of days. It, it's been a little bit uh, sunny. We went for a walk the other day. Yes. Which was very nice. We should do that more we, often. We do. We definitely got to do that more often. Carrie says... Just hub, hubby and I and lox salad for dinner and oh. sunrise service online. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, I want lox salad. <laughs> Carrie made her husband lox salad. And I don't cook enough for you. But I do. Not lox salad. <laughs> I love lox. I gave you, you Persian food. <laughs> you know, oh, that was so good. Wasn't it? Yeah, you're a great cook when it comes to Persian food. <laughs> even, though, even though I had to drive. Yes. I buy you flight. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's. You want to hear what uh, Spurgeon has to say about yes. uh, today? Yes, uh, April it seems 9th. to correspond to Resurrection Day. Yeah, it's really good. So we're reading from Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon uh, for April 9th. The reference is Luke 23 27 that says, A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. Charles says, Amid the mob who hounded the Redeemer to his doom, were at least a few gracious souls whose bitter anguish was vented through their weeping and wailing, fitting music to accompany Jesus' march of woe. And when my mind's eye imagines the Savior bearing his cross to Calvary, I can see myself joining the godly women and weeping with them. 
There is true reason for grief, but one that lies much deeper than those mourning women ever thought. The women bemoaned innocence mistreated, goodness persecuted, love bleeding, and meekness about to die. But my heart has a much deeper and bitter reason to mourn. My sins were the very scourge that lacerated the flesh of his blessed shoulders. And my sins were the thorns that crowned his bleeding brow. My sins cried, crucify him, crucify him. And then laid the cross upon his gracious shoulders. His being led forth to die is enough sorrow for all of eternity to bear. But knowing I was his murderer is more grief, infinitely more, than one poor human fountain of tears can express. Why the women loved him and wept is not hard to imagine, but they could not have had any greater reason for love and grief than my heart has. The widow of Nain saw her son restored to life, but I myself have been raised to live a new life. Peter's mother-in-law was cured of a fever, but I have been cured of the much greater plagues, plague of sin. Jesus had driven seven demons out of Mary Magdalene, but he has cast an entire legion out of me. Mary and Martha were blessed with occasional visits for him, from him, but he dwells with me. His mother carried his body temporarily in her womb, but he has been born in me as the hope of glory. When it comes to debt owed to him, I lack nothing in comparison to those godly women. Thus, may I not lag behind them when it comes to my gratitude and grief. Love and grief, my heart dividing. With my tears, his feet I'll bathe. Constant still in heart abiding. Weep for him who died to save. Amen. Such an interesting perspective. Because truly, they didn't understand at that moment during the crucifixion, the breadth and scope of what his death was getting them. Mm. You know, like I said, they mourned that he was innocent and he was persecuted and that they expected he was going to usher in the earthly kingdom. Uh, They didn't understand the magnitude of sins being forgiven forever and being nailed to the cross and that it was our sins that ultimately crucified him. So our reason to weep is, is extraordinary. They, they were mourning more of a person than the Christ as we mourn. And it is a little bit shocking to think that we are the, his murderers. Right. Because of our sins. Right. Yeah. They didn't have a concept of that. I don't like that. No. <laughs> no. I don't like that Charles put it that way. All right. It's the truth. Wow. I mean, the, 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 the thought of wh- how, how I would have been re- reacting if I actually would have been there is also one of those things that I get as I'm reading this. Yes. Wh- where would I have been in this whole mix? Being brought up in that world... So if I was standing that. on the road watching this procession of Roman soldiers yelling at him and then people doing what they were doing. Right. I wonder where, I mean, I know where I'd be now. Right. <laughs> Knowing what I know now, I know where I would be. 
I would be weeping with the women or getting myself killed trying to stop it. Oh. I mean, it would be one of those things. Isn't but, that interesting that nobody tried that? Nobody, there was no attempt to free him. There was no attempt to fight the people other than Peter when he did in Gethsemane cutting the ear of the soldier. Mm-hmm. But, and then Jesus told him to stop. So, uh, yeah, it was, it's an interesting thought to think about mm-hmm. what we would have done in, in that circumstance. I imagine I would have been crying. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I think so. <laughs> I, I like what Carrie says here. I, yeah, I feel the same way. I feel the same way too. I thought it was just because I'm a new believer and that every year it deepens. But Carrie says this Easter weekend was so different. Don't know why, but I feel Jesus has sacrificed so much more deeply, mm-hmm. not taking it for granted. What a blessing. So true. So we were at uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills today for Pastor Jack's message, uh, Easter message. And it may, it, it's not, it wasn't, it may not have, it's not a may. It was the best Easter message I've ever received from any pastor. Yes. I mean, but I'm I'm thinking it's because what Carrie says here, maybe our heart and soul is in a different place. We, we see what is happening in our world. It is, it is, it is dark. The world is dark. We're so much, the gratitude is overwhelming. Um, I've tried to do a lot more studying on understanding the historical circumstances mm-hmm. and the resurrection. And, and yeah, just, I think, uh, I wonder how many other people that's true for that. It just feels deeper, stronger. What we had going on too, was that we had um, our teenagers with us. Yeah. So beautiful. And it was, um, it was, so, everything was so different than the last time, the last several trips to church with them to Calvary. Right. Going to the, the more closer uh, church with a shorter message is far easier. Yes. <laughs> but um, it, it, it used to be a bit of a burden. Oh. Is that okay to say? Well, uh, at a minimum, <laughs> they would terrorize us. Just with attitude, just with attitude. It wasn't like they were like fought us. I mean, no, physically. but it's so but- cranky and complaining, <laughs> and oh. But this was this one was one of just ease. Yeah, it was made so, away. Yeah. yeah, and mind you, it was five thousand, seven thousand people at least coming and going in transition from one service to another. It was a madhouse, and yet we got in, got seats, really good seats. Nobody complained. The worship, the room was literally on fire. People were so excited. There was so much spirit in the room. It was just, it was so beautiful. Yeah. I cried so many times just having our kids with us and just having them get along with each other. Yes. That has been an amazing. Right. I mean, that made me Work of God. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, that's the point I wanted to get to was that the, how, how God worked through everyone today everyone in the church from pastor jack to the to the worship singers the ushers just it it could have been it could have been easily very difficult right and and i don't know what it was other than god could have been anything other than god working his blessing yes people smiling and and even when there was some difficulty with what stairwell to go up and what stairwell to go down because i had to take my so many people it It was was, 
and I don't mean to make too much of this, but I, I just want to say that God worked an incredible miracle today for us. Yes. And I, and I wish it, it, I could convey it how, how beautiful it was. Cause I too had probably five moments of, of tears. Right. Just like those women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, it was incredible. And then we even had dinner afterwards and, um, which again is not always, I mean, even though we still demand it, we still put our through ourselves through that torture sometimes. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but today was a beautiful dinner and uh, Zara had her boyfriend over and he got to see a little bit of the, the yes. dinner and he had a, a praise report when he got yes, home. Yes, that it was, we had the best family ever and he wants to come and spend more time with us. <laughs> So I know that we've taken this a little bit to ourselves, but I just want to tell you that life with God in your marriage, in your parenting, in your business and work, and and then having it all come together today, I thought was um, just because we, we've been in a valley for a while, so yeah, we we needed this one. Yeah, and like I was saying yesterday, I don't know if I was I saying on the devotional or was, you and I were just talking that that. Um, the difference of having God in your life, for those of you that are still wondering whether you should make a decision for accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, is that doing life with God doesn't mean that trials and tribulations are not going to continue to be there. It's that it's the 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 love that you continue to feel even through the the, the difficult times that get you through that they often turn out to be strangely enough, a positive event in your life, yes. no matter how difficult they are. Yes. If you're willing to hear the yeah. wisdom, because he will often um, explain to our hearts uh, what the wisdom is of the suffering of the trial. So on the devotional, there are a couple of things I thought were really interesting. I just, I don't know why this seems particularly more interesting than I've just never thought about it is that, Mary, Jesus' mother, carried his body temporarily inside her, but he has been born in me yeah. as the hope of glory. Interesting thought. <laughs> it's never just wow. I don't know why that just hit me so much today when I read that uh, the first time we went through it. That was one of my favorite parts of it. What about you? Yeah, I mean, just the just the juxtaposition between um, the miracles they experienced. Uh, while having Jesus in the flesh, walking with them, you know, getting cured of sickness, uh, being casting out demons. But um, I think there's just something profoundly more um, real about the extent to which his uh, salvation and the sanctification that we go through is just, I think, even beyond what they experienced in their mm. time period. Maybe as you go further on, in the ministry, those that went on to be uh, apostles and martyrs may have had a much, they have a much greater experience for it. That's how it's in the Bible. But at the moment of the crucifixion, they, they couldn't have understood the, the depth of what he had done. Yeah. You know, yeah. that would come much later. It's just really beautiful. And uh, Carrie says, I think it was really good teaching and fellowship opens our heart to hear the spirit better. And we feel the lateness of the hour. Yes. <laughs> That's for all sure. of those things combined. <laughs> Jack just, he knocked it out of the park today. Oh my Pastor gosh. Jack was just, he just, he said, I have you one day and I'm going to give you the gospel with, uh, with all my heart. 
Yep. And he really, really did that today. And exactly, Andy, you did talk about that yesterday. Oh, I did. Yeah. Can you imagine <clears throat> the joy they felt when they realized he had risen? Yes, that's something that must have been amazing. But then, you know, you hear uh, John 21 where Peter knew he had risen, but Peter went fishing. I didn't get that. And I know. And so one of the pastors we listened to was saying today, he did that because he needed to get back in touch with um, that feeling because he met Jesus when he was fishing mm. and he wanted to get back in touch with that, the original impact of um, when Jesus walked into his life. And then many pastors say he had lost his hope. And so he went back to the only thing he knew, criticizing Peter. But I think either way, whether you want to put a positive or a negative spin on it, it's just so weird to me. Like, you know, he rose from the grave and came back and you went fishing? <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. That's why I'm saying at this point in time, until they received the Holy Spirit on Pentecost, I truly don't think they understood. Mm -hmm. Like until they they really feel like we feel that indwelling of the spirit, the hope of glory, the indwelling of God in you. I don't think they understood. No, because like you said, their 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 frame of mind was that he was there to rescue them right. on Earth, right, to become the the king, right, defeat Rome, and yeah. And then all this Free other them. stuff happened, and they're going, oh. It, 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 it took them a while, I think, to figure out what had happened. And I don't think they could understand it without the power of the Holy Spirit. Yep. I don't think anybody, just like, you know, our pastors all tell us that you can't understand the power of walking with Christ until the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you. Otherwise, you're just playing. It's just a playground. Right. My, one of my favorite stories, and I, Jack tells it every so often, that is of the two guys that were walking and then Jesus joined Aramaeus, them. yes. And there's like, rrr, 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 rrr. hey, what's going on, bro? Yeah. And they started talking. He goes, "Hey, what's what's going on? Why are you guys, why are you guys so sad? Like, what do you, don't you know? I think that's the greatest story. And right? then, and then it's just that Jesus is walking alongside him. And uh, I mean, you would think that anybody loved him, and they heard the stories of the resurrection, <laughs> they'd be like running around to see him. Yeah. Like, uh, here's a really stupid example, but I'm just gonna make it anyways. How they say, "Where's Elvis?" Like people still think Elvis is alive. <laughs> Can you imagine if somebody had an actual Elvis sighting? Like people would be running around to see if they could see Elvis. But like Jesus dies and comes back to life and everyone's like, yeah. Yeah, we go fishing. We're going to go fishing. Those guys walking on the roads. Yeah, I mean, there's some story that he rose from the dead. Well, what do you, what do you mean there's some story he rose from the dead? Go find out. <laughs> like, why aren't you running back there to find out whether he's there or not? You know? Even to the point where the, the women found the, the tomb empty. Yeah, and they come back and they go the the, the tombs the tombs empty. And they go what crazy women, right? <laughs> As men often do. Just the women. What do they know? Carrie says that she would be hunting for him, right? I mean, don't you think? It's just so <sighs> the disciples are interesting people. This this interesting people to learn about. It's just it's so that we used to. It's really hard to have a point of reference uh for them when you when you've experienced what we've experienced well let's get to the scripture because i want to ask um carrie about the recipe for her lox salad oh okay but, uh, you, well you, uh i'll read the scripture while carrie comes up with the recipe and then she has time to type it <laughs> okay the recipe for the lox salad carrie <laughs> yeah i want to know what's in that 
is it spring? Is it a spring mix and uh, locks or what is it? That's what I'm wondering. Luke 23, 21. But they cried saying, crucify oh, him, crucify him. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Um, this is the story of um, raising the widow's son. This is Luke 7, 11 to 17. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain and his disciples in a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd was t- of the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her, and he said, don't cry. Then he went up and touched the bier that they were carrying him on, and the bearers stood still. He said, young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. They were all filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said, God has come to help his people. This news about Jesus spread through Judea and the surrounding country. Can you imagine? Wow. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Oh, Matthew 8, 14 and 15. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her. And she got up and began to wait on him. Went right to work. Mm. Mark 16, 9. Now, when he arose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast out seven demons. Yes. Uh, To them, Colossians 1.27, to them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. See, that, that I don't think, because... Pentecost hadn't happened. The spirit was with them, but not in them. Mm-hmm. They hadn't experienced that to truly understand what he had done for them. Wow. Um, the seven demons. Yes. Inside Mary. Why seven? Do you know? <laughs> Wait, were they all brothers or something? Or they- well, sometimes there's one demon. Sometimes there's like we know the the demoniac in the cemetery. He had a legion. Which mm-hmm. is of large numbers, like a small battalion. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have one, but um, they make a point of telling us that she had seven. Wow. Well, kind of telling about the depth of her torment. Hmm. Right. Hi, Kate. Nice to see you, Kate. So th- the whole uh, resurrection Sunday's passed for yeah, Kate. Yeah, she's uh, so she's, she's moved. moved on to Monday. Oh, have you slept, Kate? Yes. Please let us know. We want to know that. And Carrie's giving us a recipe for lox salad. It is lettuce of your choice, lightly fried bacon, lightly fried, chopped boiled egg, green onion, tomato, optional, sour cream, cream cheese, garlic dressing, and lox on a salad. Sounds so good. Do you? I don't know if I'd like lox mixed into the salad. What? It's kind of like pokey, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds really yummy. I wonder why lightly fried bacon. So that it's still chewy, probably. It's not supposed to be crispy. So that's kind of like the salmon? So you, you don't want crispy stuff on your salmon? Mixed with the salmon, yeah. yeah. This is the Mas- Living for this Devotional te- Cooking Show. Matching textures. <laughs> Interesting. Is that a, uh, is that a traditional uh, news family uh, Easter treat? Is that something that's normal? Yes. Okay, look at after. Look at that. 
Kate, amazing sleep. Thank you. Most unusual and yet wonderful. That's fantastic. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Yes. If you want to tell us a little tidbit about unusual, I'd love to hear that too. <laughs> Was it dreams? Weird dreams? No, just that unusually that she slept, I think. Oh, oh, okay. I thought maybe unusual things happened in the dream. <laughs> it's so, possible. You're so clever. <laughs> Didn't think of it that way at all. Yay for Kate. Yes. Yes. And uh, Carrie says the bacon must be chewy, not crispy. Uh, Matching the textures. It's all about the difference in the textures. Nice. We may have to try that one day. Yeah. Sounds good. Four days solid. Four days solid of sleep? That's awesome. You've been asleep for four <gasps> Praise days? Praise the Lord. We must, we must have been dreaming when you're... No, I'm just kidding. No, we just... <laughs> four are, days of good, solid sleep. That's what awesome. Awesome prayer warriors we all are. <laughs> I love that. How awesome God is. How awesome God is. His healing hand. Yes. Let's hear what, uh, before we go too far off the rails here, uh, what's Jim have to say, do you think, about uh, this devotional? <sighs> Spurgeon acknowledges a personal debt he owed the Lord, as all the saved of God should do. Recognition of this debt, along with recognition of Jesus' remedy for it on the cross, should motivate each of us to serve him faithfully and with great gratitude in our hearts. With that said... Let us take a moment to consider how God himself views our debt, our sin debt. For he declared, I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. And that's actually from Jeremiah 31, 34. Prophetic scripture about what the Christ would do for us. So I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. Why not thank him this morning that your sin debt not only has been paid in full or forgiven, but also that it has been forgotten. Jack made a great point to that today, too. Yeah. You know, I was going to say what I thought was particularly good about Pastor Jack Hibbs' um, message today was that he started right off the bat saying factual, uh, you know, sharing factual points. The, uh, about the apologetics. The, the existence of Jesus Christ. The manuscripts. Uh, the manuscripts. Uh, I'm not sure if he talked about the witnesses, but there were, you know, the witness that, that eyewitness saw him. Accounts. Eyewitness yes. accounts. Much like uh, uh, A Case for Christ that we started watching yesterday. Yeah, a really good movie if you haven't seen it yet. Lee Strobel's um, the story about coming to Christ, The Case for Christ. It's really, really good. Funny enough, he was just at our church. He he speaks at uh, Your Blender Friends quite often, but he was just there uh, not too long ago. One of our last. He's come to Calvary too, no? Uh, I don't think so. He might have, I don't know, but I know that he comes to French church. But um, it's interesting watching that. I didn't know that it was a 2016 movie. I think that's what the date was. Oh. Um, I thought it was a more recent movie. But um, why does it make a difference? Because I just thought it, I thought it just was made. I oh. didn't know that we've had this opportunity to watch this movie and we're just now watching it. Well, it's pure <laughs> flicks. We barely ever see anything from pure mm. flicks. Did yeah. we finish it? Nope. Oh. We had to finish it. We have to finish it. Today. We started watching it. It was late last night when we started watching it. So we are on. We got to watch the second half tonight. And Kate says she was not asleep for four days <laughs> straight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but back to the message today. It was. I think it was that way that he presented it so well. I mean, he didn't leave any any doubt. I think it. it he didn't leave any aspect of the simple gospel out. He did it. I mean, start to finish A to Z. And just made, just convicted people that Jesus Christ died for our sins. And that you are essentially that you are here for a reason. Yes. If, you, if you just, if you, if this is your one time a year coming, that this message is for you 
and to for you to hear this message, hear the facts behind that this man existed in God in skin, lived and walked on this earth, and then died for your sins. He wants to know you. He wants to meet you. He loves you. I love the way he expressed the love of God. Mm. It's not like human love. It's unconditional. It's forever. He reached out. You know, he reaches out um, to each and every person individually. He wants a relationship with you. He's like, I don't care about the church. What pastor of all those that we go and visit would say that? That's what I love about his age. I don't want your membership. I don't need your money. I don't want anything. I just want you to meet Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, he said it a couple of times. Yeah. Just made sure that it was understood. Yeah. You know, where everybody else uses a big, huge gathering as a fundraising tool. Yes. You know, yes. He said, keep your money. We don't want it. And we just want you to to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And then the tell of how it worked was at the end uh, with the large number of people that that walked forward on the altar call. Yeah. It was a a huge number. We were in the second service. I don't know what happened on the first or third service, but the second service, they were coming in all the way from outside. Overflow. Uh, the uh, did you see a big line of people that came yes, out through that door? There's about 15 people towards the end. So yeah. Even though they were full up front, another whole train of people yes. uh, came in for um, great see. harvest of souls. Yeah. That'll great. give me work to do for the next couple of weeks. That yeah, was awesome. We did the follow up. And Kate says uh, she was, she was worn, worn out. out over Easter. Son Matt with a seven-month pregnant Thea and three-year-old granddaughter. It was a fabulous Easter. Oh, that's awesome! So happy to hear that, Kate. Yes. I know that means so much to you. I'm so so happy to hear that. Very cool. Um, and Carrie's uh, wants to encourage us that um, the devotional gives her access to part of her God family. Pretty limited face action, and we are a godsend. Oh, that's oh, so my sweet. Gosh. Thank you, and Carrie. you know what, Carrie? I got to tell you that I. Um, the fact that you say that is now calling to mind for myself that I actually don't, um, I don't see a lot of people on a regular basis and you all are our family too, are our, um, God family too. So it means as much to us, um, as it does to you, if not more. So thank you. And I think that adds to the comfort level of sharing, sharing a little bit of our life. Yeah. I mean, I share our life. We share more with, <laughs> with our friends online than we do with people in person. For sure. Yes. For sure. Yeah. So I, we really appreciate you guys that we have this comfort level level with you, even though millions of other people are watching at the same time. They're just afraid to talk. You guys are the brave ones. <laughs> Kate says. And she also says it was powerful today. Jack's message was inspiring. Yes. Yeah. I think that we need to save that one. And if for anybody that's interested in, you know, learning more about Christ and put that one on, uh, you know, on the saved mm. to watch later list of YouTube. So yeah. that whenever you want to send somebody a simple gospel message, you'd be like, here, listen to this one. Mm. It was so good. Uh, she said, uh, Carrie said a lot of men came forward at sunrise. Oh, wow. Can you imagine coming that early and then you still walking forward? So it's not just all diehard believers that are there at that hour. That's beautiful. Cindy. Happy Easter. We got to watch part of your service, uh, Cindy. I hope you ha- you all had a great time. So fun great. watching her stand there uh, uh, giving her message, yeah. knowing the stories that we know now of Cindy, isn't it? I mean, it really is. I mean, it makes Scott is so amazing. Cindy. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's just like Cindy's up there talking about Jesus Christ and Sharon, and I'm just going, wow. Yeah. I know a little bit about her history. Yeah. She's standing there is a, a perfect example of God's love. Yes. It's, it's just so amazing. I loved watching you up there, Cindy. Yeah. Speaking. Uh, Kate gave us a little heart. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Kate. I do love, um, and I and I and I hope that this is uh oh a <laughs> I, I I want it I so want it so badly to be a God thing and I and I try to, but we've had this great opportunity the last couple of days where we've had people visit our house that have never been here before. Your mother, <laughs> yes. your mother, and now uh, today, um, uh, Wyatt, Wyatt. Um, and his Wyatt's dad, his, Wyatt's dad. and them getting a hold of us later through Zara, right? There was a text through Zara. Yes. And then your mom called. Yes. And just gave a praise report on being in our home. Yeah. And it, it has to be the only thing it is, is God. Amen. Because we were, we, we weren't that great of people to, <laughs> to do that. You know, people always thought, you know, maybe people thought I was funny or, you know, whatever they liked the job that I did with dogs and stuff like that. But uh, not like this, this, what we're getting from people now. It's, it's different. Oh yeah. No, I mean, that's, remember how in some of these devotionals, ladies, you'll remember, cause we've talked about it before is that. We talk about how when you are spirit filled, they should feel a presence when you walk into the room. It's not ours. It's Christ. They should feel Christ's presence when you walk in the room. So the same thing should happen in a Christ filled home. When they enter this airspace, they should feel him. Mm. You know, if we're doing our part, then they should feel him. And I think that's what they're feeling. That's good. I'd like to believe that's what they're feeling. Yeah. You know, because they say it's so happy, it's so nice to be here. Oh my God! It's, and I mean, it's it, it, it's nothing. You know, it's not it's not brick and mortar. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's not we're not so we're fantastic. Not, yeah, we're not but, getting them drunk. <laughs> we're not saying, hey, what what kind of wine? Do you serving like? some tacos. Yeah. You know, like it's not like it's some gourmet <laughs> meal or anything either. And I mean, it's a little bit of chaos. You know, there's lots of people running around. There's lots of there's lots of laughter. There's, but I I I truly would like to believe that it's God. And it was really important for uh, White's dad to knowing that we're Christians and we're pretty sure that he's not right. That, that he feels that, yes. that love. Absolutely. That no, there's no, again, because of the world today, um, it's easy for people that are, are not walking with Christ to not have a good feeling about Christians because of what's going on in the news. Uh, what they're told to believe about Christians that were racist and bigots and all these things. Right. And especially when people have a, uh, a lifestyle that is really far from ours, right. but yet they come in here and they go, wait a minute. You're supposed to be nasty. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to invite me into your house. Um, and um, yeah, I think that that's, I think that's the, what God is, uh, is expecting, you know, from us. Amen. As as believers, that we prove people wrong just yes. by the the light, the feeling that they get when they walk into our house. Amen. Um, That's a sweet way of putting it. Mm. Carrie says you are getting God's love reported by human messengers, and it flows over into you. Mm. That's sweet. 
Yeah, for sure. Anything else, Schnooks? I think it's it's a great ending to the week, and we we're just so blessed, so lucky, so blessed to be um, followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. And yeah. and uh, my family was all making fun of me. My daughter took a video of me jumping up and down. Um, oh, oh, can I just tell this quick story yeah. about the? So you know the song that Hedia they story. play. It's <laughs> Uh, when they say, and you called my name and I ran out of that grave. Yes. So your favorite, I go bananas when I hear that song. So, um, uh, my daughter's father runs this, uh, long story, but they, uh, they live in Michigan. So she goes out there sometimes to visit and it's somewhat torturous for me. And I stay in a hotel, um, so that she could see some of her relatives and I discovered, so one, one weekend that I was there, I was like, oh my, oh Lord, I need to find a church. I need to find a church in this place. Cause I was Muslim when I used to live there and I hated living there. I used to tell people, I feel like I'm being buried alive. Cause it was in Michigan. I was like, literally, <laughs> I feel like I'm being buried alive. Sorry, Michigan viewers. Yeah. It was, it was just a horrific experience. And so I was like, I need to go to church. Uh, mm -hmm. so I found this cute, like, um, kind of, you know, spirit filled church that was a stone's throw from the house that I lived in for five years in that, what I consider to be a godforsaken city. But there was a little church at the bottom of the hill and I went into that church and that's the first time I heard that worship song. Mm -hmm. You called my name and I ran out of that grave. And here I am in this city where I was literally buried alive, spiritually and physically. And the Lord's telling me, I called your name and you ran out of that grave. Mm. Oh, it was I one see that video. of the best, <laughs> best moments of my life. Yeah. And today they did a wonderful job there at the Calvary Chapel. Yes. Just the room today. was on fire. The room. Yeah. Because it's, they're not only just such great singers, you know, they're, they're entering us into the, um, the presence of the Lord. It's also the saints. I just keep, I just keep feeling this sense from the Lord that um, we it's not important the sound of the voices of the speakers like they say you know you shouldn't crit criticize worship music or the, whether they play well it's not that it is the corporal worship of the saints is that what you what you really feel a difference is the sainthood of the people in the room. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say this politically correct in other words <laughs> If you're in a church where people are not really walking with God, the spirit in that room is completely different. But when you are in a room with 3,000 people, um, most of whom are walking with God, there's just, a, there's just a presence in that room that's electrifying. Yeah, and I don't feel that in any other church as I feel it in Calvary. Yeah. We do feel it sometimes in worship concerts. Because yes. that's 10,000 people in worship, which is extraordinary. Because who too. else would pay, you know, a few hundred dollars right. to go listen to a worship band than somebody who's a believer? Right. If they didn't believe, they probably wouldn't be there unless right. they got invited by somebody. So, yeah. So, it's a little bit more, a little bit more wild. Everybody dances like you dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. 
Gary has one last comment there, I think. It seems like the worship team is totally in the spirit. Yeah, and it just uh, the history of a lot of them, they grew up like Gia grew up with Pastor Jack. So it's almost like you have this sense she's like his daughter. You know, mm -hmm. she's been raised in the faith with him and has been um, his disciple for many, many years. And it is just, I don't know, it's just a wonderful feeling in that room. It's fun to watch the little dynamic that happens on stage between them because you can tell when she's singing that she looks out the corner of her eye to see if he's stepping up to the podium. Aww, so she keeps the yeah. she's like looking and then he'll like do this and then she'll do it like that. And then I never noticed. Yeah. <laughs> they, they've been working together so long that they, yeah. they know, especially when there's an altar call, uh, right? they, they know how to, to work the room. Yeah. Uh, to make it, uh, to make it work. Awesome. But, uh, yeah. All right. So what thank you. Thank you for coming on this uh, special uh, Resurrection Sunday and joining us. Yeah. The whole week, the whole weekend was fantastic. <sighs> Good Friday, Holy Saturday, yeah. and Resurrection Sunday. Yes. I, I had no idea that they all they had these three different names before. <laughs> yeah. Other than Good, only Good Friday. What about Maudie Thursday? You learned about that too? Maudie. <laughs> is uh, the old pastor's uh, wife's name. Yeah. <laughs> nice seeing you kate so happy they're getting some sleep yes uh, uh and nice uh, carrie thank you for showing up here and all your comments and your salad recipe and cindy great message today yeah and uh thank you for sharing your story it just makes seeing you there at the so much at the pulpit more, even more, more powerful uh, even otherwise more powerful. you would have just been a chick at the pulpit in oklahoma <laughs> but but knowing your story just really it's glory be to god i like really. that you say chick yeah we're just chicks. Yeah, we're just chicks. Especially in this world that doesn't know what women are. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. All right, my friends, we love you guys so much. And we, we had a great weekend with you guys. And just uh, we really do appreciate you guys watching and commenting. If you're watching a replay, uh, please comment and just let us know that uh, we're watching. And yes. let us know your Sunday food recipes. Yeah. Have awesome. you got any good recipes? We'd love to hear them. All right, my friends, we love you guys. Good night. God bless. Bye.